Hey, this is Daryl Strawberry, and you listen to The Daniel Baldwin Show. This is Anthony Munoz, and you're listening to The Daniel Baldwin Show on ESPN. Hi, this is Bruce Smith, and you're listening to The Daniel Baldwin Show. Hi, this is Cornelius Bennett, and you're listening to The Daniel Baldwin Show here on ESPN. Jim Kelly, you're listening to The Daniel Baldwin Show on ESPN Radio. This is Chris Berman, a.k.a. The Swami. I am predicting that you are listening to The Daniel Baldwin Show on ESPN Radio. Hi, it's Dean Kane. You're listening to The Daniel Baldwin Show on ESPN Radio, and so am I. This is the Daniel Baldwin Show. <sighs> or as they like to say down south in Miami, roar, roar. Good morning. Good morning. Paulie Good. the Mole sitting next to me on my right and to my left. The incomparable K-Rock Josh. Thank you. Do you have that all straightened out? We good for Friday? Thank you. What do you need uh, down in uh, yeah. on the Levitard show? Yeah. You know, have you ever had a, a relative that that psychologically isn't well, and they and they they put them away for a while? I think that's me and my family. Right. Oh. So so you know, I've had a couple of those on my mother's side of the family where they you know they just they they put them in, they they straight jacket them for a little while, give them a little electroshock, put a couple of pills in their mouth, and they send them home a couple of weeks later. Well, that's kind of what it's like dealing with them down there. I, I, I honestly, I, I I try to make sense of it. One minute they're on the phone, they're yeah, I don't know, I don't think this works well. Then I'm I'm texting with Levitard, and he's saying, you know, yeah, I was just trying to do this to spice up the show and build the animosity and blah blah blah. Then he, I go, okay, well, what do you want to do for me? I don't know. I don't get involved in that. I let the producers take care of it. So you're writing me when you. you know, <laughs> I can't follow it. I'm so, I'm so over it. I'm so over it. Yeah. It's like he wants it's like he wants to break up with his girlfriend, but he's afraid to break up with his girlfriend. It's like well, well, well but the great thing about it is is that is that when I think as the host of this show with you guys of of Danny Shays. Okay, Danny Shays gonna be with us off tomorrow and Friday. He's guesting on our show. Now, I have gone and done some very very little things, you know, in honor of Danny. I went and I got um, a plastic covered, uh, um, uh, I guess, what are they called? Registered uh, playing card of his dad's. And I thought, you know, I'm going to give this to Danny. Thank you for coming on our show. Thank you. You know, he's a great guy. He he's a, um, he went when we were in, in uh, Oklahoma or Nebraska, rather, and he, he took the trip with us. And, that was fun. You know, he's, just, he's just a good guy, you yeah. know. So I, I, it's a very small gesture, but it's a thank you. You know, I know what his dad meant to him. We shared stuff about our dads. So I got him this this playing card back when he played in the 70s. Um, you know, you, you treat a guest. When I think of a guest, I think of someone coming into my home. This is my work home. So I don't think from the get-go how we got involved in this we were ever treated like a guest, but we went over Stugatz and and you know and that's how and that's helped. For, so if it's for the sake of the show that we're we're battling and we're playing this game, then we should talk like friends who are who are playing that game. You know, I'm sure that on different TV series on Cheers, all those guys off camera probably got along great. You know, but on camera they had to play a role. Mm-hmm. So let's play the role, but get along. But that clearly hasn't been the case here, you know. They, they, they uh, I don't know. It, it, it's becoming a headache. So, l- l- what I'd like to do is we've we've run a gag that we won't reveal yet. Um, that Alec is going to come on again, and and it's sad that I've had to say to Allison, can Dan get on with with Alec and not have anything negative to say? Can you just you know like your Johnny Carson, you come on, hey, our next guest is mm-hmm. Mel Torme. Right, you know, right, Mel, right. what have you been up to? And we'll have a little talk, and then we'll go into the thing, we'll do the games, and we'll get out. 
you know, he still gets his show having an A-list movie star guesting on his show, and, and my brother Alec. Oh, no, ah. I'm only kidding. Thank you, thank you. Uh, actually, I'm going to probably have to walk their dogs after the show. But, <laughs> um, but, but at any rate, you know, I just I, I want to have fun with it again. We'll find out this time. Okay. There's a chance Alec might actually show up in studio with us because we're in the city. So we'll see how that works. And uh, he liked very much the uh, little gag you put together. He, he thought that was funny. <laughs> good. So uh, good, that, good. that's a good thing. Um, he likes my work. Now, now people may be watching on our face, uh, Facebook feed and wondering, yes, I am bald. That is not uh, um, a uh, prosthetic. Uh, I shaved my head yesterday, um, and a lot of people are asking me why, so I thought I'd just go right to it and tell you what's going on. Okay. Uh, my brother Billy's son, Vance, is a star basketball player uh, at uh, Santa Barbara High School. Um, he is 17 years old, and he has cancer. Um, so uh, they are going through some radical chemo treatments, and as a result, Vance started losing his hair. So he went to my brother Billy, and he said, "Dad, you know, I, I this this everyone knows now, you know. So I'm not playing this season, and and they know I'm sick. So I think uh, I'm going to shave my head because it looks silly having these splotches of hair falling out and everything. So he shaved his head. So in a move of solidarity, uh, my brother Billy, my brother Stephen, and I, and we'll wait to see what Alec does. Although he's in the middle of production, so I don't know that he's available to shave his head we all shaved our heads uh we shaved our heads and sent vance the videos to show him that we're in this with him um i've never been bald before and i have to tell you i forgot all about the fact that i did it and i got up this morning and walked by the mirror in the bathroom to go in and, and, and pee and i i really it startled it's me. jarring it's jarring it's jarring and i don't want to scare you but i shaved my head for the saint baldrick's foundation probably five years ago yeah, i did too and it never came back yeah, I've, people have told me that, <laughs> that, that, that you can shave it and we'll come back. Here's the thing I'm looking at it that's a positive. So um, I, I've, I've continued at varying degrees of dyeing my hair because my hair is white, you know, gray. I mean, it's, mm -hmm. real, it's really gray. So, and I'm reminded of that when I grow my beard in sure, sure. And, and I'm dyeing my hair and I see the white, you know, in my face. And then, of course, I'll inevitably dye my beard because I'm in some kind of denial at 58 that that's what my hair looks like now. So my wife pointed out to me, she goes, this is your chance now to just let your hair grow in, you know, and I never envisioned myself as the, you know, the, the, the graying, you know, and Oh, don't worry. It looks sophisticated. It makes me crazy. It makes me feel terrible that I'm getting older and it's a constant reminder. So um, I don't know how long I'll hold out, but uh, here comes whitehead. You've got a uh, Telly Savalas look. You know, Kojak. Been, yeah, I've gotten that. I've got Lex Luthor. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I got Lex Luthor, which I've been called my brother Alec for many, many years. I got in a debate though with uh, uh, Paulie <clears throat> and, as you know, my other co-host Cody. Both are they're short guys, right? right? But they both have full heads of hair. Mm -hmm. And I said that I hate the fact that I went bald. I hate it. I just, I just wish I had never gone bald. And I asked them, "Would you rather be my height and bald, or your height with your, hair?" And your, they, your height. No, they both said they'd rather be short with hair. I'd rather be short with hair. Really? Yeah, yeah. they do not want to be bald. Very <laughs> handsome midget. They do not want to be bald. <laughs> you're, you're, and so, and so, because Paulie has been inducted as by Alec, oh yeah, under great protest by the rest of us, um, <laughs> uh, into the Baldwin family and the Baldwin Brotherhood, I immediately went to Paulie and I said, "Are you going to shave your head?" He didn't. I mean, the word "head" got out of my mouth, and this was his answer: "I'm a Wahlberg." Yeah. <laughs> and, He's listening to Marky Mark in between songs. Yeah, he's loving it. 
He has left. He has denounced the Baldwins and now is a Wahlberg brother. I need so. my hair, bro. <laughs> No, I, do you expect anything less from the I'll, mole? I mean, come on. I'll do something. I'll do something. Oh, thanks. I'll do something. I'll kill someone's cat. Yeah. I made a donation in someone's name for you. Wow. This is terrifying. This I'm, could, a, I'm, a, I'm making a movie. Yeah. Hey, he's <laughs> in the middle of production right now. <laughs> can't, I'm on camera personality for IEG. What was the other company? IMG. IMG. Yeah, do, yeah. Does that affect you getting gigs now? Well, yeah, it will. It will dramatically affect you know when they say you send the headshot and, and you know and I'm I'm up for roles you know through my management and my agency. I had a Pantene um, Pro V commercial lined up for you, and I know right, you can't do yeah, it. Exactly. It was a it was a head and shoulders and commercial. Unless they unless do chest hair. <laughs> uh, Steven did it. I saw his video. Steven yep. did it. Billy Ghost today. Billy's going with a bunch of the guys from the basketball team. They're all doing it for Vance. His basketball team. That is school. awesome, though. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I mean, I, I can't imagine uh, as bad as I feel for Vance to have to go down this road right now at 17. Uh, my heart really goes out to my brother, too. You know, you're you're never supposed to have to deal with this kind of stuff as a parent. You know, we've lost my father and my mother's, you know, um, aging, you know, not well right now. She's, uh, you know, I, I hope it's going to be five, ten years from now, but, you know, it could be tomorrow. You know, I mean, we never know. So um, you expect your mother close to 90 at some point is going to pass in your lifetime. You know that you may face seeing, saying goodbye to a number of your siblings if you outlive them. Um, and that's something that is more of a natural occurrence. But you're never supposed to have to face the potential or, or have to actually bury your child. And so when you say the word cancer, you know, you immediately think to yourself, Oh my God, you know, this is a life threatening disease. Now, now, the type of cancer that he has and the fact that, you know, he's getting the treatment he's getting has a very high cure rate, you know, so he, it's, it's a very bright outlook for him. But nevertheless, you know, there's a percentage that don't make it and, and so on. So you, you, you know, for Billy in China, this has been a terrible, terrible, terrible situation for them. So, you know, I've, I've done a lot of praying and my little contribution was to shave my head. If that means I don't get, some job over the holidays or some job in January because my hair is too short. Okay, so what? Who cares? I'm, I'm all right with it. I think you pull it off. I think you look good. You know what? I might, but I think on the other side, the Lord works in very mysterious ways. There may be some Aryan race, you know, movie or something. Oh, or his, like uh, History American History X, 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 X or something. Right. Yeah. You never know. You know, I might be hey, look, we're going to bring the Lex Luthor character back. You're perfect for it, kid. Spielberg did just check on our Facebook feed, so he's probably looking at you going, wow, did I have a part. Is it Rufus right? Spielberg again? <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's the only time in an audition I ever choked in my life. The only time was in front of him. What was, the, what, was it that Jurassic Park thing? Yeah. Yeah. He, uh, um, I did a movie called Ned Blessing, His Life and Times, and um, it was a Western written by Bill Whitliff, who wrote the screenplay for Lonesome Dove. And so unbeknownst to me, my agent calls me up and goes, Steven Spielberg has requested that you come in and read for this new movie he's doing called Jurassic Park. And I said, why would Steven Spielberg request me? I'm like, I'm, I don't know Steven Spielberg. I'd never even met him. So I go, of course, I get prepared. I read the book. I, I've got it all memorized. I'm ready to go. And it's for the paleontologist, the lead of the movie. And so I get in there and, and, I, and I remember there was this long table. It was at Amblin Studios. You know, it was like out of a movie. You know, there was 20 seats on each side. And he's sitting at the very far end all by himself. No reader in there with him. And the casting director walks me in and I sit down right next to him. 
and he says to me, did you get a chance to read the book? I said, yeah, I read the whole book, Stephen. Nice to meet you. Da, da, da. He said, uh, okay, great. Well, um, you know, you, you want to go? Cause I'm going to read with you, which, oh, I never like when the director or the person reads with you because then they're looking, unless they haven't fully memorized, they're not watching your performance. But I, I thought that was interesting. You didn't have a reader in there for him to watch it. And he said, do you have any questions? And I said, yeah, I, I've got one question. What am I doing here? And he, he looked at me and he said, what do you mean? I said, well, it's rumored that you've already spent $38 million on the, on the uh, dinosaurs. I said, you know, this is going to be one of those $200 million record breaking. I go, I, I'm, I'm doubting very much that the studio says we can get Harrison Ford, we can get Al Pacino, we can get Daniel Baldwin. I go, so what am I doing here? He goes, well, I am Steven Spielberg. He said, so if I tell them that I found the guy that I want, I'm pretty sure. And I go, okay, good point. <laughs> Touche. You right, know? Right. I, and he said, but if you want to know why you're here, he said, um, you did a movie called Ned Blessing His Life in Times. He said, I went to Bill Whitliff and I tried to buy the rights to it because I wanted to do it as my next Indiana Jones. He goes, I love the script so much. I wanted to do a trilogy on Ned Blessing. He said, and, I, and for years I tried to, I offered him all kinds of money for it, and he would not sell it to me because he thought it was better for it to be a TV series and do 50 episodes of it. So he would never sell me the rights no matter what. So logically, when it finally got made and aired, I watched it. He said, you know, and I, I got to tell you, I really loved your performance. I think you're going to be the next Gary Cooper. He said, I think that your subtleties. So here I am looking at Steven Spielberg, who says, I'm going to be the next Gary Cooper. That wouldn't be a bad career. So right after he makes that comment and that compliment to me, which I don't think was true, but I, I, you know, it was an amazing thing to hear as an actor. He goes, let's read it. And so I'm so, I'm, I'm sitting there going, Steven Spielberg thinks I'm going to be the next Gary Cooper. Steven Spielberg liked my work and I'm all excited about it. I couldn't remember a word of it. I, I, I kept staring at the page and looking up and, and finally I just looked at him and I said, hey, Steven, do you mind if I go back out in the other room and, and, and come back in? He goes, no, no. And so I, we sent, and I walk out in the room, Ed Harris, um, uh, what's his name, who got the role, Sam Neill. Mm -hmm. They're all out there reading, getting ready to read for him. And so finally after um, I went back and I read it, it went really, really well. And it was the only time I ever heard my brother Billy's name mentioned with me. If the, if the guy was 40 to 45, we're going with Billy Baldwin. If he's 45 to 50, we're going with Daniel Baldwin. If it's fifty to fifty-five, we're going with Ed Harris, and if he's over fifty-five, we're going to do we're going to do Sam Neill. So the four finalists that were there were the four finalists that were told to hold those dates, and then they decided to go older with the role, and they hired Sam. And of course, I got nothing, and I was doing tampon commercials for five more years. Now you look at you, and look at in me your now. face, Spielberg. Yeah. yeah, 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 Stevie, suck it. Go ahead and watch <laughs> me on the face. He's, Stop. He's, he's looking yeah, at you. He's watching. He's regretting every he's minute of right it. Now. He's regretting it. He's watching right now. It's all been uphill since then. All uphill. Anything else? <laughs> we got to take a break. You want to take a break right now? Yeah, we got to. We got to come talk, back and wanna, do so We're well. going to play So What? And then I want to talk about a little bit about Le'Veon Bell, our a little bit about Carmelo Anthony, and I really want to talk about our trip. <laughs> you guys leaving today? Today. I'm We're going, going separate. I'm going out to make a big acquisition after this. Oh, Big acquisition. I got to know oh, about wow. this. All right. Maybe before so what? I'm so excited. It's time for... Uh, um, I just can't hide it. I'm about to lose control and I just can't... Uh, um. So what? It's unlistenable radio. <laughs> you understand me? Daniel Baldwin Show. Hey now, what do you got, Josh? So what is brought to you by the Wildcat Sports Pub in Camillus. All the games and delicious food voted best sports bar by the Syracuse New Times reader, Wildcat in Camillus. The cat. 
The big cats. The big cat. College football playoff rankings came out yesterday, dropping Syracuse at number 12. Top four, Alabama, Clemson, Notre Dame, Michigan, and Georgia is at number five, falling just outside of the top four. Big game for the Cuse, baby. I don't, don't think they can't do this, because they can. They can. They can beat Notre Dame. An undefeated Notre Dame. An undefeated Notre Dame. A, a, a Notre Dame that won by one touchdown at home against my alma mater, Ball State University, uh, 24-16. And uh, a Notre Dame that struggled mightily with Pitt. Um, so, you know, and Pitt was a game that we easily could have won. So, you know, on any given Sunday, that this is going to be an interesting game. If they get off to a good start, like I said, uh, the same about Clemson, they're going to be in this game. Notre Dame has, uh, uh, Syracuse has scored over 50 points three times, I think, this year. I mean, they're a high-powered offense. They're ranked number 12 for a reason. Watch out, Notre Dame. Polly, nothing. I think uh, we're playing. So what, Polly? I know. I, okay. I don't want to say this out loud, but I think Notre Dame's going to win by ten. So you like them covering? Yeah. Wow, strong. It'll be a good game. It'll be a great game. Win by ten. In the postseason, the New York Yankees are now rumored to be. An you know, am I supposed to pick against I'm my, my own? I'm, I'm turning my back on him. I don't want to talk to him. He's he's. he's I'm a, a horrible human. He's a Wahlberg. The New York Yankees <laughs> are having extensive discussions and quote background talks with Manny Machado. So what? So what? Okay. No, you don't want him. Why? He's a pain in the ass. Yeah. It's they cancer. Need, they, they, they got need. a young, good yeah, team. Yeah, don't bring him in. Yeah, don't bring this guy in. The highly anticipated Monday night showdown between the Kansas City Chiefs and the Los Angeles Rams will no longer be played in Mexico City because the field sucked. It was destroyed and it was garbage. They couldn't play on it. I would have been nervous to let my dogs go poop on this field. It was so bad. Do you see the images of this field? It was unbelievable. They're saying they're blaming it on the officials down there and the FICF or whatever the heck it was uh, are saying that uh, bad rainfall and uh, overuse of the field. This field looks it just in discoloration. It looks like it has some type of cancerous tumors growing on. Um, and this is a big game. Uh, Paulie points it. Take a look at the field. Oh, my yeah, God. Right. It's black. It's it was it burned down? No. No, that's like blight on the field. And, and there's huge, you can't see from that Im- image, there's huge ruts in the field. Like you break your ankle running on it. So they cannot possibly get it into NFL ready uh, in time. So um, smartly, the league has moved the game to Los Angeles, which now makes the Rams a, a more of a favorite, I think. You know, mm-hmm. They're obviously. saying it's because there was a concert on the field. Oh, that's all ripped it up. Yeah, but you know what? You know you have an NFL yeah, So why they, are you having a concert on the yeah. field? <laughs> have the concert the day after. You know, I mean... You, Put some protection down or something. Right, so just dumb, dumb. Um, so to protect the players, uh, interestingly enough, though, there are teams um, that are already, one of the teams is already in Colorado um, training because of the higher altitude in Mexico City. So they were getting ready and acclimating. Oh, interesting, yeah. yeah. And so they have to be moved now. Uh, and remember, too, there's some really serious fires you know, blazing right now, nowhere near the stadium where they'll play the game. But, but it still affects the air. It's like the in air the air issues. for sure, and uh, you know, it should be interesting. But now uh, I haven't looked at um, since the announcement where the line has gone, but I'm sure it has, moved, it has swung in the, uh, um, the Rams' favor. This should be a hell of a game, really. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. But what do they do with all the fans that made travel plans and everything? The NFL has released a statement saying that they're going, well, the travel plans, you know, there is no insurance for them. If you were foolish enough to make a plan to go anywhere in Mexico without having 
um, some type of travel insurance, but the league is going to reimburse them for the ticket costs. Um, and uh, there's a you know a yard sale going on to try to you know fill the stadium. They don't have the normal amount of time to attract an audience. I don't think this game isn't going to sell out. I think it's a, I think you could sell this game out in a day or two. Well, like there's a bunch of middle class dudes that are pissed off that spent fifteen hundred bucks to go to this game listen, and more. Listen, don't not just that. But there's a lot of people economically around that stadium that their businesses and stuff are going to absolutely get crushed now because they're not going to have seven. This is a stadium that holds like 75,000. I mean, it's some huge soccer stadium. So, yeah, they're, they're, it's going to impact the uh, the entire community down there. And um, I think it impacts us even less, to tell you the truth. If anything, it's going to stimulate the economy in Los Angeles because you're going to have another NFL game there. So let's take a look at what the line on that game is, what it opened at. I wonder if they pulled it. It's the Monday night game. It started Rams minus one and a half. They made the announcement. They immediately went to three and a half. Then it went down to two and a half, three and a half, three and a half. It's up to three and a half. So it was a two-point swing by having the home field advantage. And what's more important than that is uh, it started at one, actually. Then they made the announcement. It went to three and a half. Now, having having a one-point spread is, is really calling for a tie. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, that's what they're saying. Because if you win by one and you're getting one, that's a tie. But three and a half is beyond a field goal. That's significant. You know, that half point makes a difference. In a close, close game, you're figuring someone's going to win by three, you know, if you do the usual math of it without some fluky safety or whatever. So that's that's significant, the Rams at three and a half. I'm tempted to take the Chiefs with, with, with that extra half a point, if that holds up. Viewers are upset with former Dallas Cowboys star Jason Witten when he was trying to compare Saquon Barkley to great NFL running backs. He used the name O.J. Simpson. So what? They're upset that was he talking about his his style of running or was he? Uh, I don't, I, that's that's tough he was to say. saying uh, along the lines of Saquon Barkley will go down as one of the great NFL running backs, much like O.J. Simpson. Oh, so they upset because of of the connotation of saying OJ and he's and he's a supposed killer yeah or or because how dare he compare him to somebody who they didn't such want a him to say OJ's name at all I guess I guess we can't remember his NFL career we have to just remember well, him that's as ridiculous. a murderer he was Orenthal James Simpson was one of the greatest running backs to ever play the game I don't care what he did off the field when I'm talking about his 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 it's a crappy you know, human but he was a great running back yeah, you know he he's he definitely made some mistakes. Uh, I, I'm not uh, read the book OJ's Guilty Just on a Murder by William Deere, and you may change your mind about what you think about OJ Uh-oh. and his involvement. Um, but at any rate, and uh, fine, oh go ahead, go ahead, please, please. Finally, a West Milford, New Jersey man took the New York Jets blowout, blowout loss on Sunday particularly hard, allegedly trying to dull the pain without a joint, a baggie of marijuana, and some booze. He got pulled over, and when he was asked why he was so drunk, he claimed because the Jets suck. He told the trooper, why are you so drunk driving? Because the Jets suck. What he blew, blew him? Point one three. That's, uh, that's a um, good buzz. That's a point one three. <laughs> that's a good buzz. That's three, over three times legal. He's up there, baby. The Jets really suck then. Um, there's a buddy of mine, a TPF cop, Tactical Police Force, Burt Barrett. They're at a, right underneath Shea Stadium. And they're there for like riots and big events. These guys, about 300 cops that, that have this title in New York City. But, you know, as a service to, uh, you know, they're not always out on these riotous conditions and everything. So they they have to, um, 
they have to subsidize the income by writing tickets at the end of the month. And they have a contest. It's 10 bucks a guy. And it goes to the desk sergeant. And it's all month long. Whoever has the best one-liner to get out of a ticket reports it to the sergeant. And the sergeant, day sergeant turns around and judges on the 30th day of the month or whatever the end of the month is. And some guy gets three grand. So everybody is in on it once a month for 10 bucks. And my friend Bert won it. Because he said this guy comes flying by him. He's at an intersection and the light goes green and Bert inches out to go. And this guy goes right through the red light in one of those old Electra 225, big sled. Yeah. Guy goes flying by him. Bert throws the lights on with his partner. And they come up behind the guy. He goes through the next red light. They're right behind him. They're beep, 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 beep. You know, trying to get him to pull over. He the third red light, notices the cops and pulls over. They get up and he can barely sit up in the seat. He's so drunk. It's like, you know, four o'clock in the afternoon, their shift's about to end, and it's the last day. And the guy turns around, he looks up at me, and he goes, Can I help you, Oscar? He says, Yes, sir. Did you see that you ran through that red light? Actually, you ran through three, but I did not run through no red light, man. He said, Yes, you did, sir. I was right behind you. Can I see your license, registration, and proof of insurance? He said, I did not go through no red light, man. He said, sir, step out of the car. You did go through the red light. I'm going to ask you to step out of the car right now. He goes, I did not go through the red light. I went right under it, baby. <laughs> <laughs> he told him. And he, he slid his hand like the car was going. He goes, I went right under it, baby. Bert said he reached in, turned the car off, took the keys, handed him his car, said, here's where your keys will be. Didn't lock him up, didn't write a ticket, jumped in the car to run to the desk sergeant and tell him before the five o'clock shift is over, uh, this is the And he won the money. That's he won great. the three grand. Christopher Grayshock is the guy that did it. Yeah. Look at the mugshot. It's a good one, right? He's so happy. He's so proud of himself. Jets suck. At what age do you stop? 57? I don't know. I haven't found that age yet. 57? Yeah. Well, I mean, the answer to that is is when when, uh, Woody Johnson uh, and the the Johnson family produce a good enough team to stop this man from having to be an alcoholic. (laughs) That's the answer. Let's go to break. We'll be right back. This is the Daniel Baldwin Show. Daniel Baldwin Show is brought to you by Cam's Pizzeria in Baldwinsville Gentle Dentistry. Go to sleepwellbeville.com. Hello now. Hello now. <laughs> Let's talk about... I'm going to take both your Le'Veon. phones and No, you can't take my phones. Them. I'm in negotiations to make I'm the show better. I'm going to smash your phones. Le'Veon Bell has forfeited all his rights and is now no longer um, eligible to play in the 2018 season. Uh, it, you know, does it make you wonder at all if there's something we don't know that's going on? Because I got to say this. He forfeits $14.5 million by not showing up for signing a paper and making, you know, he could have sat on the sidelines. You know, I mean, I don't think that they're going to just take Connor out. He's been um, removed from concussion protocol. So it's his team now. Um, I think that they would have most assuredly platooned them. Um, but he uh, um, he doesn't show. It, it's very curious to me. I You know, I wonder in all the speculation if there isn't something wrong with him or there isn't something else going on that has not been detected yet. And he's uh, um, he's addressing, really, really I do I, because I mean think about fourteen point five million just to show up on the team you play with all, all this time. You know, th- there's there's got to be more to this. What would have happened if he signed that franchise tag? It would have just been this year, anyways. Or yeah. So what he's would've... mad that the Steelers have done it before to him and not given him a bigger contract. So now he spent a whole year and he's forfeited the money rather than just spending the year on the bench and, and taking... getting hurt. 
But if the reason why you don't listen, if he was that disgruntled and going to be a cancer in the, and if it was about money um, and a cancer in the locker room, um, why wouldn't you sign for the 14.5, letting everybody in the league know that the best running back in the game is unhappy and would like to leave? Um, I think Pittsburgh would likely trade him to someone rather than have him be a disgruntled employee. I'm, I'm sure they could get a lot of future picks and people you know, for somebody at that level. You know, it just didn't, it doesn't make any sense that he didn't sign. It makes me wonder in today's game whether does he have some kind of an injury or or is he is he undergoing treatment for alcohol or drugs or is he, you know, again, I'm not saying any of this is true. I'm just speculating, but something is amiss here. It's something that we I, don't know. I think he just felt disrespected by the offer that the Steelers made. $14.5 million to sign his name and sit on the yeah, bench. Yeah, and they also offered him a five-year deal at 14 million per year right but he was only signing to finish this year that's all they were yeah at. he didn't want either one of them he didn't want he didn't want the contract they offered okay. him and he didn't want it sign the and he's got the a year franchise tag publicity out of it too so, so again let me go back to logic the reason why is he was disrespected and he wanted more money and it's happened before but you walk away for half a season at 14.5 million that doesn't make sense, the yin and yang of this. On one hand, I want more money, and on the other hand, I don't even have to really play much. I'm going to play half the time with Connor, and on a team that's playing really well right now, you know, has turned it around, four straight wins, tough, you know, great win last week, um, and, you know, they blew him out. You know, I, I, it doesn't make sense. I, I, I could be wrong. I could totally be wrong. I'm just wondering if there's something else that's not going on. And, and then, and then this, um, Steelers QB Ben Roethlisberger. I texted Le'Veon, never heard back. Pittsburgh Steelers quarterback Ben Roethlisberger is apparently ready to move on from running back Le'Veon Bell. Roethlisberger says he sent Bell a text Tuesday before the 4 p.m. deadline, hoping that Bell would show up, and he never heard back. I texted him yesterday, didn't hear back, and I wish him nothing but the best. He was a great teammate and football player, Ben said before practice on Wednesday. Um, so here's the guy that's your leader and your quarterback, and you don't even – who's disrespecting who? You, you don't have time to say, bro, sorry, or, or something, you know, to, to text him back. Yeah, I, I don't get it. Something else. Some, I, I he's feel- a weird cat. I mean, 45 minutes before he was supposed to sign, he, he uh, Instagrammed a picture of himself voting for – James Conner to the Pro Bowl. So it's really weird. You know, yeah, some, 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 something's Is not it like a guy that's kind of losing his marbles? It well, might be. See, see now, now, again, I said drugs and alcohol or is it an injury? Or, what if he's some kind of really crazy, you know, manic depressant or he's a severely bipolar? And, well, CTE's you know, always an option, his, too. I don't his, know if he's got it. but And, and, his, and his, his agent's sitting there going, yeah, no, you might want to. I can hear them now, Tommy. <laughs> right. You know, I mean, Who knows what's he, going on? Maybe a little nutty. Who knows? I, mean, I just feel like something else is going on. Something doesn't make sense. When he turns down $14.5 million to show up on a signature. Is all on a team do. that could... Could go to the Super Bowl. They, they could be the AFC representative yeah. this year. It's them, Kansas City. I mean, there's a only a handful in the AFC that I th- I'd say are a real threat. So you know, always New England. You know, they're going to be in it. Um, but yeah, yeah, for sure. So, so we, we, what do you got? I was just going to talk about your big trip today. Yeah, I want to know. What, I've been. I was on? trying to talk to you about it during the commercial break. You guys are all so busy on your phone. I'm playing Yahtzee. I'm making deals. 
I'm oh, making deals, constant deals. <laughs> I, got, I, got, I got to find out. We've got a potential open slot on the Baldwin Brothers side. I got to report it. No, Alex. you don't. Yeah, How know, dare you? <laughs> you know, I'm in. You can't get rid of me. Uh, I, don't I, don't know. Know. I, I would like to bring in Judge Salzone, but now it looks like I have to bring in <laughs> Judge Gump. <laughs> if, Al, if Alec wants to shave my head, I will allow it. Wow. Is that what it falls down to? Yeah. Touch it. Shave it. <laughs> What Alex, there's yeah, something uh, yeah. so homoerotic about oh, that. Oh, my whole life is homoerotic. Uh, as long as you're talking New York and Alex, are you all going to meet up? The you three of the Baldwin brothers. I tried to get him on the phone to commit to coming on the show physically on Friday after he put it. I, I trapped him. Mm-hmm. I said, "Well, let's get together. Let's do something." He goes, "Well, Friday's my best day." And then I went, "Great. Why don't you come on the show?" <laughs> Figuring after the yeah. show, we'll yeah. take the mall. We'll film Alex shaving the mall's head. In, uh, in my hotel room. <laughs> That's really oh, Do you want me to leave the camera on and walk out? Yeah. No, I want you there. Crying so is he in the car. We don't know if he's coming on. Uh, he's coming on the show. He's coming on the show. He'll he'll make that happen somehow. But uh, I, I can't guarantee that it'll be. I can't control any of them. I learned a long time ago. There was a great story with. Uh, um, I'm trying to think. I think it was Bob Weiss at uh, Warner Brothers. They had some script that all four brothers were going to be and everything he said to me and i knew bob because i worked for him before and he said who could we get to direct it i said i'm really your only choice mm-hmm. and he looked at me and he went you would direct it and i said well who else could you get that could actually threaten them and smack them around to make them do what they you know because none of them will listen mm-hmm. you know they'll all drive you drive you absolutely crazy i'm used to that so you know going in and dragging steven out of his trailer by his hair more yeah. importantly, am I going to see, are we going to see each other down there? Are we going to go get lunch or anything? I'm staying in the same hotel, dude, but I'm bringing Throbbing Robin. I know. That's why I'm not going to see you. I'm going to hear you. But <laughs> I'm not <gonna> see you. <laughs> wow. Robin's in the bathtub right now listening. Oh, yes. Send me pictures. So tomorrow's show is two hours. You guys, Danny Shays. Two hours. Big Danny Shays. I love working with Danny. He's such a He's consummate a great guy. pro. He's and then is, is Wild X happening tomorrow? Tomorrow, Wild 10.30. Uh, uh, we'll have some of the coaches from Griff the SU basketball in, game. Griff. Uh, uh, Mike Waters will be swinging by on Friday. Muddy Mike Waters. Yeah. But it'll be a good show. It will be a good show. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We're going we're gonna to throw it in. Then we've got... Uh, we'll talk all sorts of sports. Well, now, do we play on Friday? Or we play on, on Thursday? Thursday, Friday, basketball. What time do we play on Thursday? Uh, 7 o'clock tip. 7 5.30 pregame on Which, of TK course, there are two tickets for me to go to this. You have a press pass. I have two tickets to go with you my wife, obviously. Pass. You're going to make make sure that happens for me. I got you a press pass. Okay, and then what do we do about uh, incidentals to the great when we submit a... B- I don't care. Run it up, bro. <laughs> well, I'm not, I'm not running it up, but but I just dropped my dogs off because I, I cannot leave my... There's no one to watch you my dogs, so that you, bill's going to you guys. You can handle so that. Friday, right? I'm, so, not, I'm not... So Friday, what time is the game? Are you going to submit boarding your dog? Oh, this is my favorite. I absolutely am. This I is absolutely my favorite. Have. I love watching how nervous you make him, and I love it. Think about it. It cost me fifty-one dollars to put the dogs in. I have nowhere to. I can't take them to the hotel. So, the, yeah, okay. that, that's what it costs. I'm not charging you for childcare. I doing, would not have the balls to do that. I could, I, you ain't big baldy Baldwin over here. Big balls Baldwin. <laughs> big balls Baldwin. <laughs> Bald headed yeah, Baldwin. Yeah. Bald balls Baldwin. Yeah, right. yeah that's my, going. Hey, Adam, put my dogs up. You got it. Go. Cool. You, uh, that's, uh, uh, no, well, I get, uh, I get for it. what I make to do it, your turnaround, you're going to take half pretty much of what I do for two days and try, and I got to pay that for my dogs and the gas to drive down and yeah, of course no, I get the that. gas, I get the gas and the dogs. Um, so <laughs> Friday, what time's the game? Uh, seven o'clock tip. 7 PM again. Okay. And then the uh, football game is when? 
Uh, oh, Friday the game will either be five or or four or six on, depending on whether they win or lose. Okay, so they're going to win. So what? The championship six. games at six. Yeah. So we'll say six p.m. Okay, and then uh, the football game is two thirty on Saturday. Saturday two thirty. I'm not going. Okay. So yeah, let him know not to hold okay. that game. But but where do I get the second ticket then to go to this? Uh, StubHub. <laughs> I, I don't know. Well, my press pass doesn't put me in a seat, does it? it no, it's going to put you in the where you were for the NCAA tournament. The, Stuff like that. Yeah, I, I got, I got. That's got to be managed. Is that? Thanks for you? dropping that on me. Uh, as I'm leaving for New York, you want Robin there. You want her there for you. I know you do. Thank you. Um. <laughs> I hate my life. <laughs> it's Wednesday before we go. You know what? Now that I know that I'm going to submit, I might upgrade the dogs to the big suite. <laughs> They said to me, they go, I dropped the dogs off this morning on the way to work. Mm. And they go, so do you want extra walks and extra attention? Sure. And You've known about this trip for two. Luxury accommodations. Three weeks, well, four weeks. What is it that I have forgotten about? I got, I'm packed. I'm ready to go. I got you a press pass. If I, Alec wanted a ticket, you'd have a ticket for him. Yeah, how right fast there? would you have a ticket for I Alec? would buy his. <laughs> <laughs> wow. He'd no. be my personal guest. <laughs> he listen, could sit on my lap. Listen, listen, you're not, obviously, he is. <laughs> You're not married. Yeah, so, so hang on, I get hang on, that. Hang on, you could have asked me three weeks ago hang to on, figure this out. I told you Robin was coming. That you doesn't mean she's getting that. a ticket. Okay. Well, it does now. So, <laughs> so, and, and believe me, I can watch the game from my hotel room and not go. So, okay, that's fine. You know what I mean? Or is I would really, rather or is, that. Or is it really hard for you to dig up a ticket? I got to get two tickets because you've got to sit with her. Right. So, uh, uh, call the garden. Tell him Daniel Baldwin wants to come. You call the garden and say, hey, I'm Daniel Baldwin. Call Big Ed. I'm not your... Tell Sky Ed that we've got Alec coming on the show again. We're on nationally again. Why are you doing this to me as I'm leaving for New York? Why is it? Because you got nothing to do but get on the phone and find me tickets for a five-hour drive. Take buy care him, of it. You buy him off a scalper outside. That's what Great One had me do last yeah. time. I was in the car. Right. <laughs> buy, him, buy him from guy, a scalper. Guy. But I won't get reimbursed. You won't? No. He's going to be like... I. Why do you, why did you do this the last minute? Do you want me to text the great one and find out what he says? Yeah, about? he's going to tell you to f off. I <laughs> <don't see that. laughs> wow. How much can these tickets even be for this? It's not the Big East tournament. It's what? It's a. I know, but why are you doing this the day before we go? Because this is way more fun. This is way more enjoyable for me. I did what I was told to do. I got you a press pass. I got you, Shays, Seth Everett. Seth, stupid Seth Goldberg. Everybody got their press passes. Thanks to me. Stupid Seth Goldberg. <laughs> <laughs> Unreal. Like you know what, man? Enjoy your life, bro. I, I can't. I can't. Now I'm having a heart attack. This is gonna. I'm not gonna what, sleep tonight. What, what, why are you not gonna sleep? Why? You, listen, no one's coming. They're not at the door. No one's breaking it down. If it worked out that you said I cannot physically get you tickets, or I can't, I would go to Robin with it, and I would see what she says. It's at seven. If it was a day game, she'd go shopping. A night game, I probably won't go then. Can I tell it's you the, the 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 secret into the garden? We had to do it. So we went it with Derek Coleman. Derek Coleman rode over with us in a car. Going with the team. It's me and my brother. So Derek Coleman's walking up. And of course, everybody knows Derek Coleman. So the guy at the gate's like, DC, what's up, brother? Walks him right in. Leaves me and my brother out. We can't even get, we can't even get past the gate. So my brother grabs one of the brooms, 
like he works there and just starts sweeping up popcorn and just walks through like he's sweeping up popcorn. So pull the move like either either it's gonna you're gonna get DC'd where they're like, Danny Baldwin, what's up? And they're gonna walk you right through. I, I, you pick I up I'm the having broom. a hard time believing that I'm not gonna just be able to get tickets to this, but you know, if I have to buy two tickets and submit the bill for the tickets, I'll do that. Okay. Can can Paul could you have could you have asked three weeks ago for this? I, I well, let me let me explain. When I went to, so I don't have your 17 years experience, but I'll tell you this. When I went to um, um, Nebraska, I was handed a ticket, a physical ticket. When I when I went to uh, the Barclays Center, I was handed a ticket. So yeah, I, I got would, you I would, a press pass. I would, I would I would I would imagine that you were going to hand me a ticket. I told you Robin was coming, so I thought you would know, as I have before when I've been Ed's guest in his box here at the Carrier. I'm not Dome, a travel agent. He, get, he gives me two tickets. Ed goes here, come. He goes. I don't have, or I'll say I can't get all the kids in, and I'll buy the kids too, and we'll show whatever. You don't see me sweating it out. I'm not raising my voice and stressed out and getting all upset. And I'm not. I'm not. Why are you? You don't need to. Why Please. am I? Because I deal. I deal with. But you didn't hear me yelling or saying. No, are no. you kidding? But me? you don't deal with. My phone rings nonstop. He sits in the office. I got Seth Everett calling. How am I getting into the garden? Okay, I'll get you into the garden. I got stupid Seth. How am I getting into the garden? Where am I broadcasting my show? We're doing a show from this hotel. We're doing a show from this bar. I got to schedule all that stuff and then be a travel agent. You know, bro, I guess it's uh, tough when you're there. The big, ch- big cheese, the head guy. And I got you a press stuff. pass. So, so, so you can hand it out to Robin after you get in. <laughs> so, you know, can you can I can I take it out of the lamination right plus 100 or something? Is <laughs> that going to work? We'll figure something well, out. Why don't you just give me a second press pass? It's, t- it's too late to yes, do this? Yes, it's Okay. There's a process. Okay. Well, it might be okay. Let me ask you. This. I'm about to go leave you on Bell and start crying. Why? It's just stressing me out. Okay, like, so, 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 well, let's come up with solution rather than talk about the negativity because I'm all about solution. So, if I stub hub and buy Robin a ticket, can I walk in with her with my and, and use the ticket? Yeah, to you get won't her in? sit next to her. Can I sit with her in the press thing somewhere? Can I put her in there? She can be the hot press check. I don't think that'll work. You can probably go sit with her in the stands if there's an empty seat next to her. Can you hot press check her? I can't do anything. Come I have on, no pull at Madison Square Garden. I'll make sure she wears the tight, sick outfit. It's not up to me. Hot press chick. It's not up to me. On the spot Vivid reporter. seats. Tickets are about two fifty a piece. So you go a five hundo. No, five I'm, I'm, I'm going. I'm going. I'm going. No hundo. You can, what are you, you can, looking at? You can at Vivid. You can sit up in the nosebleeds for I've got, seventy nine a pop. I got lower level corner fifty four bucks. Each. Yeah, there you go. Hundred bucks. Hundred bucks in the game. He's in for free. I got him in for free. <laughs> I cry. Robin ain't in yet. Uh, yeah, you're Robin. You're Robin. Do we have the no break? Then we're going straight. No, to we're con- going. The show's over. True. My life's <laughs> over. <Drogue. laughs> oh my God. God. Like he, it turns on him so quickly. Because I did everything right. Except Robin's ticket. You'll make that happen. You get it all done. Don't worry about it. I Don't did my it. job. <laughs> I don't have a wife. <laughs> <laughs> all right. You got anything to say before? We'll talk to you all tomorrow from New York City. Oh, we'll get a we'll, ticket we'll update. We'll talk to you tomorrow from New York City. We'll get a ticket update. Yeah.